Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. Welcome to the podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. This is Money's Crazy Mind. I'm sick of it, doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack, what's up, Satan? What the fuck is that? It's something funny, made for you to laugh at. You're destroying America with your rap. You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat. The only way I would ever apologize if I had my face buried in your sister's thighs. Okay, I'm sorry for what it's worth, but the best part of you was the afterbirth. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the asylum again this week what's going on ladies and gentlemen check out all the new stuff that we have going on here new logo new look for the show oh my god have i been busy trying to get this stuff up and running for y'all what's going on everybody it is too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You call Ghostbusters because they in control. Lee, motherfucking money, here back with you again this week. And my guest is on his way in the building right now so that we can get what's going on with this Russia business all figured out and squared away. He's got information that he says everybody needs to know. So while we're waiting on him, Let's jump in to one of my all-time favorite segments of the show. And that is Sad But True News. So this week, guys, we've got a bunch of just craziness going on here So as you can see from the headline here, Westlake officers nabbed two suspects wanted in multiple catalytic converter thefts. So in in between March or I'm sorry, February 17th and February 22nd, these guys hit the same three businesses. Now, what makes it even funnier is that they did it in a stolen car. Now, What makes this even funnier and what made it part of Sad But True News is this right here. Get a load of the aura on this sucker. That is a face only a mother could love, and I don't even think she does. That, my friends, is going to be your next month's cover of Meth Heads Monthly. Now, he didn't do this alone. No, no, no. He had his girlfriend with him. And as you can see, she's uh, probably going to be the cover of Methods Monthly as well. So these guys, they went back to the same place again. Police were waiting for them. And they also are being uh, arrested because they had heroin 
marijuana, a sawzall, spare sawzall blades in the car as well when they got busted. So, I mean, if you, I mean, who does that to their face, man? I mean, that is just stupidity written all over it. So next up, if you live in the Cleveland area like I do, the I-team discovered that Newburgh Heights is cheating people on speeding tickets from cameras because these tickets aren't coming from actual speeding cameras. They're coming from a cop who sits on I-77. And on top of that, they're not even charging these tickets in the, the mayor's court of Newburgh Heights anymore. No, 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 no. They're outsourcing all of this to Garfield Heights, and Garfield Heights is charging people $50 to have the thing uh, uh, chanced in traffic court. And here's what makes it even worse. It's Judge Deborah Nicastro from Garfield Heights, one of the worst judges that the city has. So if you guys are getting tickets from Newburgh Heights, make sure you check which court It's going to, because if it's going to Garfield Heights, good luck. And it even says here that Newburgh Heights last year sent out 59,000 camera tickets and only a thousand people filed for an appeal to this. I was one of those 59,000 and I was able to get them to, to dismiss my ticket because they couldn't even prove that it was my car that they were trying to ticket. This one's got me just what the hell is going on in the UFC. Ex-UFC star Cain Velasquez arrested on attempted murder. Now, my guest has joined me here in studio. Jeremy, what's going on, brother? What's up? How you doing, brother? So what do you think about this, dude? Uh, I heard about that uh, the other day. I think, what, yesterday? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, what was it, uh, an attempted shooting? He shot somebody? Yeah, he shot somebody, yeah. What was up with that? I, I didn't get a chance to read the whole story, so I'm not. Yeah, so the victor sure. suffered a non-life-threatening injury because he shot him. Yeah. You know, he's looking at attempted murder because obviously you don't shoot somebody without the intent of killing, or at least I don't. Yeah, when I when I first saw it, they didn't have any details yet. Right. Uh, did, did they have details yet? Like, do they know uh, anything? This is the original thing here. So it okay. just says the, the motive surrounding the shooting is unknown. That the two-time UFC heavyweight retired from MMA back in 2019, and he's currently uh, appearing for professional wrestling in Mexico, and that he was released from WWE in 2020 due to budget cuts. But as to why he shot this dude, no idea. No idea. But here, here's my favorite one, and here, here's is the Saba True story of the week. Oh, I, I read this today. Uh Severed head leads to arrest of a woman. And if you look at this woman, I mean, it, she looks like somebody that would just cut your head off. You know what? And it, I thought the same <laughs> exact thing, dude. Like, like I felt terrible for, for this guy. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And his mom, you know. But but that's what I was thinking. I was like, you're hooking up with her, bro? Like, right. Like, immediately, the, the minute I saw her, I was like, I would not. Like, yeah. that's the kind of girl that you break up with uh-huh. and she's got a voodoo doll of yeah, you you know yeah, like that yeah. she's got that look so the police made and this was in green bay wisconsin the police made the discovery of a severed head that led to the arrest of this woman who allegedly dismembered the man after having sex with him so she's and when you when you look at her last name here her last name is shop business shop business i i call her succubus because i mean anybody that kills somebody after sex is just the definition of a succubus 
So uh, they they found the head in the basement of his mother's house, and dried blood was found on a mattress nearby. And when they arrested her at her home, uh, she was still wearing bloody clothing, and they found a crockpot box in her van containing additional human body parts, including legs. Yeah, she she said she got lazy. Yeah. She was going to take the whole body. Oh, man. (laughs) So... Uh, welcome, welcome into the show, my brother. I mean, so Thank you, sir. you called me the other day yeah, and you're like, whatever you had planned for your show, you ain't got planned for it no more. Cancel. Cancel your plan, sweetheart. We're going out. <laughs> I got something that's going to blow this whole, uh, Russia and Ukraine thing straight out of the water. So what, what the business, man? Well, <sighs> So let me ask you, like, you know, even though uh, the U.S. has been talking about this for a little while, did you see yeah. this coming like this? No, no, I don't think anybody really did. You know, everybody's kind of the fuck going on. Yeah, scratching their head a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and and even me, which I think I told you before, like, you know, I think it's wrong to to ignore um, any kind of intelligence report to get. And and I don't, I'm not saying that that's what the U.S. or the West has done. Mm-hmm. But you get so much information that sometimes you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And this is exactly how I felt. And it was actually, uh, it was a little over four years ago when I first had heard this. Um, and they didn't bring any evidence really to me. They just said, hey, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. This could change things in the future geopolitically. And I'm like, you know, I, I see it, but I'm like, whatever. Right. And that information was that Vladimir Putin is sick. That he's got something going on. I I remember hearing something about that, but you know, I mean, you know, politically during that time, you know, we were looking at a country that was heavily divided due to, you know, who was who was our president at the time, and I found it unfair that people were trying to dismiss any information that was coming out just because, you know, I try not to get political on this show. You know, because it just doesn't, it's not fair, you know, because everybody's allowed, is entitled to their opinion about anything. But what made this so weird, and I I think, like I said, I think I remember hearing something about this because it was just, it was one of those things where it's just like, you kind of can't ignore this because, like you said, it's definitely going to change the outcome of everything geopolitically. And, you know, we all heard that there was collusion from that 2016 election that supposedly Russia was involved in to try to get Trump elected. I don't necessarily know that I believe any of that because it just doesn't make any sense that Russia would want to get involved. Oh yeah, it does. Oh, okay. (laughs) So so, you're the domestic terrorism expert. I'm just a talk show host. So, so, I mean, (laughs) so something that we definitely know in the Mm -hmm. community for sure is Mm -hmm. that there was Russian collusion. Okay. But something that we also know is that there was also some, uh, tampering in this last, uh, uh, election as well. Gee, you think? I mean, you CNN know. only showed it live. But but you know, here oh. near n- neither here or there. You know, right. the situation with Russia, and and you know, I think that we've talked a little bit about you know what my background is with China. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch Russia as closely as I do China. I right. watch them pretty closely though. Um, obviously, they're friends. You know, their their relationship is tight, so I watch both of them. But um, you know, there was collusion. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. You know, I I won't uh, I won't deny that. Um, was it on the scale of that it got Trump elected? No. Um, what I tell people is that propaganda coming from China and Russia is is so much that it it basically has its own wing of media here in this country. Right. You know, so, like you know, fake news and, yeah. and all this stuff. You know, journalism. <clears throat> Journalism, uh, you know, is, is really only there for, for one reason, and that's to relay information to mm-hmm. us when it's not checked on what kind of information that they are giving. You know, it puts us in a, in a situation now where, like I said, we've got so many and, and a lot of people think that all of our information is coming from like one place. And it's that's not true. It does seem that way, especially whenever you you, you see the clips of um, right of media's all th- across the country saying the same exact thing. Exactly, there is propaganda there. You know, oh no, yeah, no country is 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 free of that. Um, but what I, the point I'm getting at is is that Russia and 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 China has I don't want to say infiltrate because that sounds so like you know, we're at war, which <laughs> yeah, which yeah. we kind of are. Um, but they've they've essentially infiltrated our media to where, you know, there are people literally here in this country that are like, oh, Vladimir Putin. Oh, good job, mate. Good job. You know, like, no, guys, l- listen, I will. And, and I'm looking in the camera saying, like, I do not support Joe Biden. I didn't support uh, Barack Obama. I didn't support Donald Trump. I didn't support. Now, when I say I don't support, they're my president. I didn't sit there and wish death upon them or anything like that. Exactly. But it wasn't who I felt was right for the country. And, and to be fair, it's a really fucking hard job. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and I look at guys like uh, like Biden and Trump and I don't look at the policies that they're they're trying to. Uh, to get past, I sometimes will look at those as, as kind of an uh, underlying uh, indicator of what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. But mostly I look at what's going on in the administration, you know, and, and you can essentially look at every single administration since we've been born, since yeah. we've been alive yeah. and realize that there are a lot of issues. Uh-huh. Uh, these last two, especially the Biden and Trump administration, have done so much damage to the foundation of the United States of America. And I say that because um, I, I really, I look at the intention behind, you know, actions, you know, and, and okay. So like I said, I'm trying to remain fair and unbiased because that's the way I always try to look at things now. And I Literally, I will say I had more money in my pocket every paycheck when Trump was in office. And on top of that, you know, he was able to stop North Korea from dropping a nuke on us. So, so, okay, here's, here's something I will, I will rebuttal on that. Um, I won't disagree that you you probably did have a couple more bucks. Um, I won't. He was trying to he was trying to get rid of the payroll tax as well. And I mean, personally, I think the payroll tax is theft. So so something you also have to keep in mind, too, is that he was motivated a lot on 
what he wants for himself. Well, yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm not against those things. Right. I'm not against those things. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. What I'm saying is that compared to the damage that was done to the actual inside of the government. Oh yeah. No, 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 is, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then to have a, an administration like the Biden administration, follow that up. We're in a lot of trouble. And I, I and, yeah, you know, so, so I, again, I won't sit here and say Donald Trump was a terrible president. Mm -hmm. I will say he was not a good president. I yeah, and I, I will say that too. You know, and and like I said, I didn't agree with every every policy, everything that came out of his mouth or anything like that. I mean, he definitely was a scary human being. Yeah, you know, but I think that the dam in fourteen months, the damage that Joe Biden has done to this country. And and so that's what I was getting at, too, is that, yeah. you know, with this administration, they are not it would have taken a really, really powerful person to be able to not just stop, but reverse what was going down. And this guy has accelerated, it. <laughs> you know, this I mean, you know, and it's so <clears throat> the reason why it's it's a little scary to me when I when I hear the news and and like I said, this was all sparked years ago. Um, it really actually started. He got sick. He got sick around 2015. 2015 is whenever Putin okay. got sick. Yeah. And Fits the timeline that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like I said, you know, I, I didn't ignore it. I just kind of was like, you know, pretty absorbed in what I had going on. And, and that was right around when, when I was told this roughly about four years ago. Four years ago, mate, uh, when I was told, you know, I, I kind of like, okay, cool. So, you know, I was worried about other things and that didn't really, that wasn't something that I, I put in like, oh, I better tell everybody like, hey guys, let's get ready for Russia. They're coming through, you know, like it just wasn't. Um, a lot of that reason was because of 2014, what they did in Crimea, Crimea, you know, took the peninsula um, and it was... You know, like nothing crazy. Nobody really did anything. And I kind of sat back and was like, interesting. interesting. Yeah. You know, like no big deal, I guess. Um, I didn't think anything more of that. You know, it, it, they had been pretty quiet. And then. Um, yeah. And that, that that's the thing to me. I mean, it's like you hear, you know, uh, all the talking head networks, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all these networks. And they're just like, oh, you know, Russia has been a threat for X amount of year. And I'm like, really? Russia? You don't. You, I haven't heard shit all about Russia since we were in high school when we were talking about the Cold War, right. which to us was something that was just like, eh, we weren't even a stain in our dad's pants at that point. So, you know, right. what what does it bother us? Russia's Russia's our friends. <laughs> Vodka, mate. Like, you know, I mean, it's like. Not that this is vodka, but <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? What's up? Um, no, you know, and and so I knew that obviously I knew we weren't friends, so to speak. Um, I knew, but that I mean, that's is not how we were taught in school. We we were taught that we were that they were allies, that they helped us defeat Japan and Germany yeah. in World War II. Yeah, when that all they of were this. part of the allies. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you know, what I remember from school is, uh, you're right. We, we focused more on on the allies, you know, the, the UK, mm -hmm. 
U.S. Yeah, and, and Russia wasn't one of the countries that was sitting there burning American flags when 9-11 happened like some of the Muslim countries were. So, I mean, you know, to me, it's like Russia hasn't really been that much of a threat. I mean, we haven't really heard too much from them. You know, I mean, they got good vodka. <laughs> well, if, if you have, um, especially probably the last over the last decade at least if if you've watched any kind of UN briefings or anything you could see that, that there was Ru- something brewing yeah that Russia's been increasingly more aggressive um again <clears throat> objective observer you know so I, I mean I'm playing devil's advocate here. right and I didn't expect I you know so so even that being said I didn't expect this kind of behavior no I mean like it came out of nowhere like all I mean I live in the Ukrainian village in Parma yeah. You know, so, I mean, for me, this is hitting kind of close to home yeah. because I'm seeing, you know, what the city is trying to do to rally around all these Ukrainian families and everything like that. I mean, the I wasn't allowed to leave my house for most of the day on Sunday because I had Governor DeWine right across the house, right across from my house at the church that's right across the street from my house. They had the entire street blocked off. They're like, you ain't going nowhere, bro, yeah. until he leaves. And I'm like, dude. Like, I want to go get a pizza. I got shit to do, man. Like, NASCAR starts at 3 p.m. Can we hurry this up? Like, I got to get my pizza before the race starts. What uh, what kind of pizza did you get? I just got a cheese pizza. Anywhere specific? Like, any you know, spots? by that by that point, I didn't feel like waiting on a pizza no more. So I just went to Speedway and just bought every slice it. that they had uh, ready to go. <laughs> brought it home. I'm like, it's already cut up. Like, I don't got to do shit. Let me just grab this little tray here. And, nah, 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 nah. You, you do know. what you got to do, man. You know, I mean, it sucked because like, you know, I like I, I was thinking about going to Little Caesars and getting getting the uh, the 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 extra extra pepperoni mofo and everything, you know. But eh. well, the reason I ask is uh, I was listening to um, Bull and Fox on 92.3 The Fan on my way mm-hmm. over and uh, a caller called in because Bull, one of the hosts, is from New yeah. York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a caller, a fan called in and asked him if they had ever heard of Pierre's Pizza on Kenmore. It's in Akron. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the guy that owns this Pierre's, it's called Pierre's Pizzeria and uh, Pierre's Brooklyn Deli and Pizzeria. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he's from New York and he had on the first floor of the World Trade Center before it was, you know, before it went down. But he, you know, whatever I didn't he, he didn't have the whole story, but mm. but he's from New York and he yeah. came to Akron and apparently this place has like killer reviews. So so whenever you brought up pizza, I was already thinking pizza and I'm like, I wonder if these dudes are gonna be open when I get back home tonight. Because I live <laughs> in Cuyahoga Falls, which oh, is okay. not too far from Yeah, that. yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so okay. So you get this report four years ago that Putin is sick. Do did they tell you what or did these reports tell you what he had or anything like that? Because you were being very cryptic. Like you didn't want to tell me exactly what you knew. So, <laughs> uh, and keep in mind that the guy and, and I, I have it in my notes here. I, I was just going to look real quick. Um, yeah. His name's Dimitri something. I can't think of the last name. Okay. He got in trouble. This is, this is a guy that worked in the Russian government that he is the one who started being like, well, so I know that he had some tests with some doctors and this is what I'm hearing is going on. And, you know, he did disappear for like 10 days. And yeah, 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 yeah. And then he got in trouble. He lost his job. And that's when. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I was like blowing people's eardrums out. I forgot to turn it down. <laughs> and that's the day Lee Money lost his job. No. So um so this I guy, just got promoted to station manager promoted. too, man. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. So um <laughs> <laughs> i do like that board that's a cool board yeah it's, it's one of the most expensive ones out there too yeah it's nice but um so 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 yeah this guy this guy lost his job because he he, he revealed cat, this he let the yeah. cat out of the bag so so did he say what it was, was yes. is it cancer yes. or so uh, and, and now, now i don't know what sort of cancer um i'm not 100 percent sure because like this is this is pretty locked up. Like like nobody. You would think it would have to be. I yeah. mean, because like if this got out to some of Russia's other enemies, because yes. I mean, you have to believe that Russia has enemies. 100 percent. Right. Including yeah. the United States. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I you know, I mean, we th- there are certain entities out there that would use that information. 100. To their advantage, and I'm not saying that the U.S. would. Yeah, we would. Oh, I'm sure we would, but you know <laughs> that's a for sure, right? You know, um, and and on top of cancer, he's got Parkinson's. Apparently, I I had heard that, but I did not hear the part. You know, I, I mean, but but for me, I mean, it's like you know, I, I I see Michael J. Fox, you know, still able to make appearances and stuff, even though he's had Parkinson's since the early '90s. Yeah, but I mean, can you run a country like that? No way. I mean, because Michael J is actually doing pretty damn good. Yeah, but he's also trying any and every solution under the sun. Because most people I meet that have Parkinson's. Oh, they're they're debilitated. They're debilitated. There's no way that they can actually do anything. Right. Um, But on top of it, you know, apparently the cancer is terminal. And so it's stage three, stage four. I don't know if it's brain cancer. I don't know what it is, if it's pancreatic, but it's terminal, apparently. And, um, in, in, you know, some people are probably going, oh, shit, because they've probably seen recent pictures of him and his face is super puffy. Mm-hmm. Um, to me and, and to many other experts, they believe that he's on some sort of steroid. Um, also, if you watch him in the media, he stays very distant from anybody. Yeah. His security team. His his administration, his any foreign uh, leader, uh, he's not shaking hands. He's not getting too close. Um, he's extremely fearful. Oh yeah, yeah. His face is all kinds of puffy. Oh yeah, buddy. He is going through some hardcore, either chemo and steroid or something, but he's going through some stuff. Yeah, he 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 no look he look a no bueno. Yeah, definitely not the same as you know. He has. And, uh, you know, some people can chalk that up and say, well, he's getting older. I totally agree. He's getting older. Yeah. But you're like, like I'm looking at a picture of him from like 10 years ago and he he is not. No, he doesn't look really the same. Like You can you can. All right. So I'm going to put up on the screen here. It's going to be under the sad but true news banner. But. um, I turned your mic down, not the music. So on the right is the picture from today. Like that was just taken five days ago, and then if you look at that picture that's right immediately to the left of it in the top row, his face is not that puffy. You know, so I mean, there's there's definitely something going on there. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, kudos, kudos to, to you mentioning that, man. But, you know, okay. So that kind of tells me what kind of cancer it just might be because um, I lost a cousin to brain cancer about, oh, man. Uh, about 16, 17 years ago. And, um, and this is just how fast this shit works too, you know? So I had seen him a week previous to him dying and he looked you know, the same as he did, you know, a month ago when I had seen it, you know, a month prior to that and everything. Then all of a sudden I'm pulling into work. This is when I was still working at Blockbuster, by the way. So this kind of puts a time frame on that, you yeah. know, 2009, 2010. Actually, it had to be earlier than that because Neek and I were still together. Um, shouldn't have said her name, but whatever. Um, and uh, I get a call while I'm in the car with her and they're like, get to the hospital now. Mike is dying. And I'm like, that's impossible. We're supposed to go to, to ring of honor tomorrow night. Not happening. Get to the hospital. I get there. Jeremy, I swear to God, this is not an exaggeration. His head was this big. And you know, my Michael's just like, talk to him about wrestling, talk to him about whatever, just get his mind off of the fact that he's going to be dead in a matter of hours. So me seeing Putin's face all bloated like that, that it reminds me of that. You know, so I mean, it, it's very possible that it could be brain cancer. Just just looking at at the way his his face is swelling and everything. So yeah, he's he's making irrational decisions. Um, do you think it could be sundowning as well? I mean, do you think it's early stages of dementia? I mean, I'm not ruling anything out. You know, to be honest, yeah. whatever's going on, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I I don't I don't listen to the guy enough to say you know. You know, because normally nobody in Russia dis disputes this man's decisions. And you've got a real large base of their population that are protesting Putin I know. for this invasion of Russia. Did you see or hear about the soldiers that spoke out on, on like TikTok yeah. and stuff? Yeah. How they got duped into this? Yeah. They were told that it was a military exercise and that... Uh, a military exercise against another country? That doesn't make any sense. No. And they were like, okay. And they went along with it for a little bit. And then it like turned live and they asked their commanding officers, like what's going on. And they were basically like, you're fighting for Russia. Go like, yeah, it was no, yeah. It was just like, you're a soldier. You better go fight the return of the Gestapo, man. I mean, it, it's essentially, yes, it's nuts, you know? And so some people, um, and, and I had had conversations with, uh, some people before this turned into a war. Yeah. And, um, Almost every single person that I had talked to said I could, but I doubt anything happens from this. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you know, like it would be pretty dumb to do that. And I'm like, they're going to do it. What do you mean it would be pretty dumb if they like they're going to do this? Putin, right. Putin has amassed an army on the border like they don't do that kind of stuff unless they're, there's unless they're legit going yeah. to do something like and it wasn't. And, and yes. OK, so in correction to that yes has it happened before where countries have put some troops on their borders of, of course yeah south korea and north korea do it all the time but it's like a it's like just for show where they'll put a couple hundred troops and some mm. tanks or whatever on the border and just be like yeah yeah you come over here we'll fuck you up yeah 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 boom boom yeah us too boom boom you know this was totally different this was a threat against that nation for for you know a couple months now even further back if you really want to get serious about it um, and, and then putting a full fucking invasion army military on the border yeah. and saying, so Russia, 
we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Russia's had control of the Ukraine before. Yeah, yeah and, during, and, the, during the Soviet, yeah. Yeah, during the Soviet Union era and everything like that. So, I mean, but was you got to refresh my memory, concussions, bro. Um, was Putin in charge back during the time of the Soviet Union? I mean, no, he was in the KGB. Ah, so do you think maybe, okay, so with, with so, the possibility of the brain cancer, and I mean, I've heard some cases of brain cancer causing early early onset dementia. Absolutely, and and I, I think that it'll cause a little more aggression as well, Um, not yeah. only with the fact that you're dying. Do you think that maybe he he's like, oh, you know, I'm not KGB anymore, but now I'm in even further power, and I remember what, what happened back then, and I'm trying to relive a glory day for me? So, so. And I'm glad you brought this up because um, especially in the last like month, I've really kind of delved into Putin a little harder because I'm like, you know, I know this guy. Yeah. But I don't know this guy. Right. Not like Xi Jinping from China, like the Chinese president. So Putin is interesting. Um, some people claim he's a genius. He's not. <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's a smart dude. He, his, his no IQ, doubt. I his, mean, there, there's no doubt that his IQ is slightly higher than mine. He is smarter than I am. There's no doubt in that. I know that. You you were planning a secret war for how long? And then all of a sudden the whole world is just like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but but if you think about it, this really backfired on him. Oh, yeah, you know? because he, he just basically turned the entire world against exactly. him. Exactly. He lost all of his friends. He lost a lot of trade agreements. His economy is in shambles. People are now questioning his leadership, you yeah. know, like. You know, all kinds of things are all, all many factors are against. We're him paying now. four dollars for fucking gas. Well, you know, and, and that's funny, too. So some of that obviously is is this crisis. But, you know, like inflation has been going down for a while in this country, especially after uh, COVID really, you know, the, the worst of COVID was over. Yeah. And I, I'm not blaming Biden. I'm not, you know, praising Trump because, you know, to me, Trump was was just a, an opportunity like he he was there at the right time yeah when, i mean we had domestic oil like right when he was getting out of out of office and that's what dropped it down to 99 cents. exactly you know so like uh did trump have something to do with small yeah yeah absolutely it was his idea to build a pipeline and does biden have something to do with yeah absolutely yeah, you, you shut know the pipeline now right like but, <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong i mean direct correlation there brother i mean you don't can... get me wrong as far as the pipeline goes uh would it have helped a little bit yeah but it wasn't enough to deal with what is going on globally but we did, we were able to get rid of taliban oil because yeah. of that and then the second biden gets back into into office all of a sudden we're getting taliban oil again and then they steal a bunch of our toys and are now wreaking havoc with them. uh i don't think it's as bad as 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 the media would make it sound i mean i've not seen anything too crazy but anyway long story short um yeah. Putin, uh, pretty average student uh, growing up, um, mostly because he didn't really apply himself. Right. Once he did apply himself, he did get a law degree. Um, he, his first time, and the reason he got a law degree is his first time that he tried to join the KGB, they turned him down mm. and said he wasn't the right stuff. He, he, he just didn't have what it took to be a good spy. And uh, they said, you should just go get a law degree and become a politician or something. And so he took their advice and he went and got a law degree pretty quickly. And they were so impressed that they actually gave him a post. They, they, they allowed him in and, and started spy, tra gave him uh, spy training. Um, you know, so he's, he's pretty good as far as uh, 
all Russian law. He's pretty good. Uh, he's he's I guess I guess you could say ma- uh, master expert judo trained. Mm. So he he's pretty good with judo um, and things like that. Uh, but he was in the KGB during the collapse of the Soviet Union, and he so to me the reason why he became the leader he is and has become as aggressive as he, and, and really some people, some experts have said, you know, we, I guess we could have saw the warning signs in 2008 when they took Georgia, the country of Georgia. Um, I, yeah, obviously, but again, what do you do when literally like they went in and I wouldn't say peacefully, but they went in, didn't really cause any destruction, just kind of took a military force in and said, Hey, we're making you a part of Russia again. And the yeah. people of Georgia were like, all right, Def- yeah. you know, like it was like a day, I think, you know, I, I and I, again, I'd have to go back and look all into that to see exactly the amount of casualties or, or whatever the case may be. But um, a lot of that, you know, comes down to you just don't think, especially whenever the United States and China does kind of the very similar things where they've taken territories or they've taken spots and nobody really did much about it. Right. Um, so, you know, some experts will say, well, we saw this coming 2008, 2014 in Crimea, you know, now, whatever. But at, at the end of the day, it, it comes down to, I believe that because, you know, Putin wrote a manifesto years ago about he is still very hurt and embarrassed that the Soviet Union collapsed. And what he's very hurt about is that when the Berlin Wall was coming down, he was there. And that was his post. Mm-hmm. And he, before it happened, he had gotten wind that this was going down and that communism was basically falling in the West. And he phoned home to Moscow. He wanted backup and said, hey, you know, we need to fight this. We need, and they were silent. They didn't say shit. They didn't do anything. When he flew back, they were pretty much like, nothing we can do. And he was so hurt that he had given basically his whole life to communism and, and, and the Soviet Union. And when they got backed into a corner, they did nothing. When he grew up being like, well, if you get back into a corner, you fight your way out of it. Mm-hmm. And because he used to be, they used to call him rat catcher. When he was a child, um, I guess he, uh, where they lived, was a pretty poor area that had rats all over the place. And he would make a little bit of money by catching rats. And uh, he cornered one one day, and it attacked him. And and that's, uh, I guess that's a story he tells. But anyway, um, excuse me. Anyway, he, um, when he, uh, when, when the Soviet Union collapsed, he was pretty tight with, uh, Boris Yeltsin, who was the, that's who was in charge. Okay. He was, he was the president at the time. And, um, he was pretty much, he, nobody knew him, you know, especially in, on the world stage. Um, he was, he was kind of a, an unknown in, in Russia as well. And um, so when the Soviet Union collapsed, their whole government was either arrested or killed or whatever happened to him. And he was promoted to prime minister of the country. 
and he, you know, having a law degree and, and having, uh, you know, spy train, you know, being a spy and, right. and knowing a lot of how governments work and things like that. He did pretty well. And uh, Boris Yeltsin, I guess, stepped down and retired after like a year and named him president. And I want to say that was like early 2000s, like somewhere around there. And he's been president ever since. And now the funny thing is, is that they're only supposed to have like two terms. And this he, dude's been in power for like ever. Yeah, because he's had three terms. Well, it, well, at the one point he had three terms that he was elected and he stepped down for a year, became prime minister again, and then became president again. So he could like restart the clock and then just made a law saying that he could stay in power until 2036. So basically, you know, this guy, what is that? 14 more years, Mm -hmm. you know, essentially two or three more terms where this guy's in power. And, and I think that when he did that, he probably didn't think he was about to die. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't sit there and say, Hey, you're about to die. Um, you know, and, you know, so let, let's go ahead and just, you know, completely just start annihilating a fucking country. But I mean, it, it kind of sounds to me and I mean, you can, um, kind of sounds to me like he did kind of decide that he wanted to relive some kind of glory age that he used to have big time and, he went completely psycho. Apparently we're not live on YouTube anymore. I'm trying to check it out. So oh, okay. Um, at least that's what my wife is saying. What are we, what are, what is that Facebook that we're live on right now? We should be live on four different Facebook pages, YouTube, twitch.tv and Twitter. No, we're live. It's right here. I'm watching it. Yeah. It's, it shows in slide right here. Okay. She's watching. There it is. <laughs> um, but you know, and you're you're exactly right. You you hit it right on the head there. He uh, he's even said it, you know, in his manifest in his manifesto. Like, like so he, he's the fucking Unabomber now. He wants the uh, well. A lot of these guys, they all they all write a man. Yeah, it, these all these fucking psychopaths, you know. And that's that's what I say when someone's like Putin's a genius. It's like your boy Trump is like Putin's a genius. No, you fucking dickhead. He's a psychopath. Yeah, I, 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 he ain't my boy. Okay, <laughs> I love I, I, I love saying that to people. I'll be like your boy, and they're like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just because I agree with some of his policies. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Um. But okay. So yeah, he is trying to rebuild the the Soviet Union, and I I think that he wants to go down. I want. I think he wants his legacy to be. I was the guy who started the the rebuild. You know, the the one who got this thing rolling again. So is it just Russia or is there other countries as well that are trying to get involved in this? Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, because uh, I heard that, that China was actually thinking about mobilizing into the Ukraine, too, to try to back up Russia. Is, is there any truth um, to that? So this is this is where it gets interesting, because if you would have asked me two weeks ago, uh-huh. I would have said, well, you know what? Here it's all coming now. Mm-hmm. I would have said, yeah, Russia's going into Ukraine. China's getting ready to go into Taiwan. It's all going down. You know, they must have coordinated this. And then, and and that was kind of what was looking like because China. Yeah, I, I had heard that China was going to go after the Taiwan. Well, and, they were in their airspace. Yeah. They, they had, I, I want to I say at one time there was like a dozen 
Chinese fighter jets in Taiwanese airspace. airspace and yeah. I'm like, oh shit, this is fucking going down. And then they backed off. And then he distanced himself from Putin. And that was when it got really interesting to me because, like I said, I would have thought that any move that Russia was getting, you know, going to take, China would have had their back. Right. And it doesn't seem so. And so that means one or two things to me. I mean, there, there could be millions of possibilities. I'm just, I'm just seeing it from, from the way my brain's looking at it. Um, China believes they are strong enough to handle anybody by themselves by themselves and they don't need Russia. I mean, I've seen their this program. So I, I, I mean, I'm not too worried about China. And that's, that's, that's what I was going to get at too a little later. <laughs> um, Cause I like, like what I wanted. So, so basically what I, so, wanted okay. To, um, obviously, you know, the United States is taking a very strong stance against anything Russian right now. Yes, they're so they are. Uh, the plan is to completely, co- like, completely demolish their economy. I okay. I, I just want to put this into perspective for some people here. Um, obviously, NASA has been ramping up. You know, a lot more space exp- expeditions. Yep. They want to go back to the moon. They want yep. to try to go even further than the moon. Obviously, the, they found a resource on the moon. They did. And then they also want to try to finally go to Mars, have a manned mission to Mars. Obviously, Elon Musk and SpaceX has a lot to do with this, too. However, we get, we ain't got no rockets. We're using Russian Suez rockets right now to get to space. Because SpaceX, obviously, thanks to COVID and everything else, is obviously feeling you know, some of that economic crunch like a lot of other countries and everything are as well. We'll, we'll still use, I mean, you know, we'll still use. But Russian doesn't stuff. Ru- Okay. So I understand it's the international space station. Yeah. But there ain't that many countries that got space programs. It's basically us and Russia. Right. 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 So, I mean, what, what's going to happen to. Well, India, Israel, uh, China, Japan. Do they have Russia. a presence in the space station though? Um. Yeah. I mean, Yes, you know they they have engineers that are that are working towards specific things for the International Space Station. Okay, um, but but that being said, like, but it's like, it's it's okay. I'm sorry, yes, I don't mean to interrupt. You're I don't mean you're to interrupt. You. Right though, but I mean it's mostly cosmonauts and NASA astronauts that are up there right now. I agree. Um, and and so that doesn't change really anything as far. I know it sounds goofy, but that doesn't really change anything as far as like. Think about it this way. If Putin says, you know, this has got to stop, how many astronauts or cosmonauts are, are they're going to look at Putin and go <laughs> from the space station? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like that doesn't that doesn't change much. Um, that wasn't on camera, by the way. But oh, <laughs> good, good. you don't want to see. Uh, good thing, too, is like, you know, Russian components, American components all made in Taiwan anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, right. um, uh, and, and it's funny that you said that, like, you know, you you saw China's space station or uh, uh, space, space program, program a few yeah. years ago. You're not worried. And it's like um, I had this conversation because when I started telling people like what was going to go down, it, it, you know, with Ukraine and Russia and that China might get involved and yada, yada, yada. People, How many people looked at you like you were nuts? Well, people were scared. You know, they were like, oh, fuck. 
can we take them? And it's like, <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. Okay. So, and I forget where I saw this too. And, and, and I can back this up by, uh, you know, just, just some of the contacts I have that work at the Pentagon and, uh-huh. and, and this is like a list that doesn't include, you know, the stuff that most countries don't even know we have. Right. Um, but like on a scale of zero to a hundred, getting closest to zero being perfect, the the United States military is like a 0.35 to like 0.45, somewhere in there. Like they're they're pretty good. The next closest is Russia and then China at like a 0.5. And that seems like it's close because the next country after China is India at one at point one nine two, which is a huge gap. Right. So you're going, oh, wow. But even that gap between the United States and Russia, even though it doesn't look big, is huge. Oh, something's going on down out there. Dude, like, all right. So um, Lisa and I, uh, Lisa Summers, the, the title sponsor of the studio, we had gone to lunch earlier today and we saw this giant plume of black smoke. Oh, okay. Fire. Like we just went over to I don't know if you 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 saw it on your way here that Dante's, it's like an Italian joint that's right on the corner over there by Speedway and uh, Valero. No, I it's like I, right when you get off. I the come freeway. I come from oh, what what freeway like where at? I I take four eighty west again. I take four eighty to two thirty seven. Oh, okay, you go a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. So do you pass by like the IX Center and the and the airport and all that, or do you are you coming from? Yeah. Oh, oh, Dante's. Yeah, yeah right yeah. on the corner. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that? Sheldon? Yeah. Sheldon and yeah. 237. Good, good food, man. Is it? Yeah, I, I mean, food. I've I've driven past that place a billion times my whole so life. So have we. And never, never stopped in there. Yeah, it was Pretty so good, huh? Yeah, we, we decided, you know, like, you know, let, let's just, uh, you know, let's jump there real quick. Let's grab some grub. Um, and what'd you get? Uh, chicken parm. Oh, I love chicken. What, what, a, what a side of rigatoni. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. It was good. It was yeah. good. Nice. Good food. So I mean I, I definitely if you guys are ever in the Berea area, you know, check out Dante's. Um yeah. but um yeah, so I mean we, we just heard all kinds of fire trucks and ambulances and, and all that stuff. But yeah, there was just just plume of black smoke. Really? By the time we got done eating, it looked like it was gone. But I'm like I don't did you smell burning tires when you pulled up? No, I didn't. Hmm. Because I had, I had smelled burning tires earlier, and it was after we got back from the restaurant. So I'm I'm wondering if maybe it has something to do with that. But anyway, we're we're getting off base here. But I mean, that's kind of the 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 meaning of money's crazy mind. Never know where we're gonna take this, right? So, what what do you think the outcome of this is gonna be? I mean, because I mean, obviously, like 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 we we said, you know, the United States is trying to cripple their economy. Yeah. Do you think? And I, I think, and then we'll we'll go to break here, and I'll, and I'll let you stew on some other shit. Um, do you think that the United States is going to militarize against Russia? Like, do you, do you think this is could potentially end up being World War Three? Something that every history teacher we've ever had in our life said we will never see. I do. I do believe that this is going to uh, spill over. Mostly because I did not expect uh, the worldwide um, ban of their economy. Yeah, like yeah. The, like all the denouncements. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect that. Um, hey, who could though? Right. I mean, you you would think that Russia would have had more allies than that. Right. And I mean, I know that um, NATO and the UN 
and a few of the other, you know, organizations like that have pretty much said, you know, if, if Russia wants to get back on our good side, they're going to pull their military out. And Putin's basically just like have a shot of vodka and calm down, you know, like, but I, what, so other than the fact that, you know, he's probably, he's trying to get one more reign at glory. He's trying to relive something that he's missed, obviously, in his life. What other reasoning do you think there is behind this? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I I just think that that is what the guy is driven by mostly. I, I do. I think that um, it's always been the goal. It's always been the plan. And I just think that his health problems got in the way of him and that he's speeding things up. Um. And the, I, I think a lot of the reason why he has no allies on this is because he is acting pretty alone because I, I don't think that he trusts anybody. You know, I think he's a pretty paranoid dude. Um, there are a lot of, to me, and, and I'm sure that there are other people who, who think this too, there are a lot of similarities to Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and to me, you just can't really reason with a guy like that. And, you know, it, and it, it kills me because... I understand there are a lot of Americans who don't trust our media, don't trust our government. And and I'm not saying that you have to, or that you should, it is what it is, but it really hurts whenever I see people actually saying, well, what if Putin's telling the truth? No, he's not about what about uh, the reason why he's going into the Ukraine, why he, so I hadn't, I hadn't really heard that. What, what, what's his, so he is saying that he is trying to save the Ukrainian people from their corrupt government. The reason he believes their government is corrupt is because the United States backs them. And so what I try to, what I pose the question to people is that there are no more, uh, there really are no more countries that are by themselves, you know, like, like small countries like the Ukraine who Let's face it. They're like the size of Texas. Right. You know, um, and, and I don't even know. I don't even think they have as many people as Texas. Um, they have to have someone that has their back. They for reasons like this, you know, like like they cannot right. withstand much longer of an invasion from a, from a power like Russia. And I try to try to tell people, especially people, Americans who live here, I say, well, you know, someone's got to back these countries. Would you prefer it to be Russia or would you prefer it to be the U.S.? You know, and that's the question that has to be answered because I don't know what everybody's backstory is, but I was born in the United States of America and, and the United States of America has been actually pretty decent to me in a, in a lot of ways. Has life been hard? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't I don't think that our lives are necessarily that much easier than a lot of people around the world. But the opportunities and the chances to be easier and better are, are plentiful here compared to a lot of other places. And when it comes down to it, you better believe I would not want to live in Russia compared to living in the United States of America. So when people talk shit about, well, maybe Putin's telling the truth, he's fucking not. He's absolutely not. The guy is a, a, a top of the line trained spy. He he is is brilliant when it comes to propaganda. 
he's even as as he's you know spent so much time in office gotten much 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 better with cyber attacks yeah the guy is not telling the truth he he he's written it in his book he wants soviet russia back he wants all of the countries that used to be in the ussr back in the motherland that's what he wants yeah and his moves have shown that since 2008 you know uh so i believe that that there is no motivation other than that's what he wants is is the soviet union to be completed and he wants to be the one that started it back up that brought russia back to you know full power because he's embarrassed about he believes that russia is the laughing stock of the world because of how they collapsed and you know so it's just delusions of grandeur it, yeah. it almost seems like a napoleon complex kind of yeah and and let's face it um anybody that really that that really pursues power like that there's got to be something right there's got to be something kind of wrong like i think that we <laughs> yeah right and i think that for the most part like like we all you know like we don't want to just be the worker bee I, you know some people are totally happy with that that's cool yeah um, but I don't think that, you know, like for me, for instance, like with companies that I work for, um, I'm always in a position of power. I'm always in a position of, you know, business to business and, and you know, that talking point. I'm never really necessarily just, just somebody that's just working. I don't necessarily crave that, but that's what keeps me happy. So I understand that there's always a kind of a want for more or a want for a little bit of power. Right. But I think that with somebody that literally is like they cannot function unless they are in charge, they are moving up continually for that ultimate power. I think there's something wrong there. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think that there's something, you know, they'll do whatever they've got to do to get there. So, you know, unless unless there's a leader that was literally the people, it wasn't it wasn't them being like I'm your guy. You need to put me in this position. But it was more like the people were like, please be our guy, be our guy. I, I think that, you know, someone comes up through those kinds of ranks. It's a little different, but yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, take a, a quick break here. Um, and while we're at break, I want you to think about uh, this question because I think it might be, uh, I think it's might something that you might need a little bit of contemplation on. Um, you had mentioned that people are comparing him to Hitler. And obviously there's a little bit of a Napoleon complex there. Um, so, when we come back, we'll discuss, do you think that the Russians will overthrow the government to try to save face with NATO or the U UN and all these other powers that are kind of just like, yo, we're done with you while this is going on? So, uh, That's we'll, a good question. Yeah, we'll go to break here. Uh, we'll get your answer to that. And then I do want to touch base with you on something that's a little bit uh, of a current event that's a little bit closer to home Okay, for the for for us as well. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely will finish this conversation about this because this is this is highly fascinating. And I think you might be onto something here. So we'll finish this up. We're cool. going to break here real quick. Uh, this week, when we go to break, we got um, end in smite with their only song conflicted and then uh, a new one from big ugly it, well they're not together anymore either but it's a new one that we haven't played here yet on money's crazy mind called um expendable and uh, anybody that's been through a bad breakup or a bad divorce you're gonna 
like some of the words here in expendable. We'll be right back here on money's crazy mind with uh, domestic terrorism expert, Jeremy Armstrong.
And uh, that was Expendable by Big Ugly. Before that, you heard it. You heard it. It was End and Smite, the only song they ever released. Um, And um, that song was called Conflicted. They actually wrote that during lockdown uh, from the COVID pandemic. And... um, I got to be in on some of those video conferences and I want to thank those guys for letting me be a part of that and giving them my opinion on some of the parts of that song. And so glad that they were able to get that finished before they, they uh, unfortunately had to break up, but we are back here. And Jeremy, before we went to break, I asked you a question about if you think that the people of Russia will be over to able to overthrow Putin maybe have some kind of emergency election if they do elections or basically their equivalent of such and be able to overthrow him and be able to not necessarily save some face with NATO and the UN and, and, you know, uh, foreign policy uh, uh, agencies like that. But, but just, it's very clear that there are a, a a very large number of the Russian population that do not want this. Right. Do you think it's possible for them to be able to, to make that happen or is Putin too powerful? So uh, do I think they're going to try? Yes. Uh, do I think they'll be successful? No. Um, and the reason I think they're going to try is they already are. Uh, right with, with the protests and well, things. not only that, there's a there's a Russian businessman. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, I'm not even very good with names anyway. But he's offered a million dollars bounty on Putin's head to any soldier, Russian government aid, anybody that takes the guy out. You got some fake Russian passports? <laughs> maybe, maybe no. So, um, uh, which is funny because like when you are trying to become a spy, like you literally have to, that's your job is to learn that language. Oh yeah. Inside and out. Yes. Like you gotta be James motherfucking Bond. Yeah. You can't even, you can't even learn it like formally. Like you can, but yeah, you better learn how to speak slang. You you need to have the dialect and yeah. yeah. So, um, but you leave Moscow, you, you talk like this when you win Moscow, you talk different. Moose and squirrel. I think this guy's done some spy training. <laughs> um, I'm not that good, dude. I, I just watch. I watch a lot of James Bond. <laughs> I was gonna say you watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Pretty good, man. Um, so you know, I think that 
that is under it is underway that they they are trying to do that uh, i do not think they will be successful um because something while we were on break too i i looked something up real quick and i was stunned to see this but uh while i said earlier that china wasn't really they were kind of backing off things don't seem so that doesn't seem to be the case anymore uh they have not um publicly came out and supported the invasion mm-hmm. however they have not said anything negative about moscow and it's starting to ramp up in chinese media that the people need to support russia and what they're doing because if russia gets defeated they're next because the united states wants to dominate the world so so that's what they're using this as a as a war you know war cry to their people so I don't believe I, I if anything, I believe that slowly but surely those populations will start to get on board. Unfortunately. It, it's it's it boggles my mind how many people think that the that the United States is all of a sudden Lex Luthor. Well so all right, here's here's Okay, where's the fucking kryptonite hidden, Jeremy? All right, you see, you seem to know that we are secretly Lex Luthor, and we're trying to kill Superman. So where's the fucking kryptonite? Well, I I believe this is gonna sound, <laughs> this is gonna sound fucked up because it's like it's like the United States is saying, well, what if Lex was actually Superman? Hmm? You know, like because the way I look at it is, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the way I look at it is that like. When China, when when countries like China, when empires, yeah, like China and Russia, um, if India ever says anything, you know, when Germany, like when they when they speak up and they say something about the United States just wants to dominate, wants to do this. Well, yes, that's correct. Um, I don't see any major empire on the planet that's not empirical, because I look at it as like, well. You would do the same thing. You know, China is doing the same thing. Russia is doing the same thing. And as far as I'm concerned. Do you think that, so before you finish that thought, it's just because when you said any, you you can think that of any government as being empirical. And I, I just started, you know, I'm not flashing into Star Wars or anything like that. But, I mean, do you possibly think that in the past, I would even go back all the way to George Dub. Like, I mean, do you think that maybe that that's kind of been what how the world is starting to view? Yes. The the because I mean, we've been told our entire lives that we are the home of the free, the land of the brave, and and which I still think is true. Absolutely, or home of the brave, land of the, I don't know what, however the fuck it's pronounced, but you know, I mean, obviously, we're we're not idiots. And I, and, I, and I don't think that most of the American population is idiots where we can honestly see that there are definitely some empirical happenings going on within the government. And I've seen it since the attack on 9-11 with George W. and things that he did. And then even with Obama and then, you know, even further with Trump and you know now with Biden. Well, you know, when you when you when you talk about us being empirical, um, that that's from that's manifest destiny. That's from well, very, right, the very beginning of time. Well, beginning of our time. Um, you know, 
we started off as 13 colonies. Yep. You know, and now, now we have 50 states with, uh, I want to say almost a dozen territories, you know, that's significant. And, and, and we have a base in pretty much every country on the planet. We've got embassies and things of that nature. So, you know, I did see how quickly they were able to evacuate that American embassy in the Ukraine though. Oh, they're getting, yeah, they're getting good at that stuff. I think Benghazi was a, was a real, eye Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about a fuck up. Yeah. And you know, and, and I think that a lot of people, they forget, um, they especially look at the United States as like a whole, like, well, in 1974, the U S was able to do this and this and this. And then we fucked up in 2013. What's up? That was like, that's like 10 different governments since then, you know, and, and while they all kind of, um, I'm just hurting myself all over the place. I see that not only are you getting old, you're getting clumsy, man, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's been a long day, bro. It's been a long day. No, I, I hear you, man. Um, well that's, you know, like I just got back from New York, uh, this week and, and one of my Uber drivers, he, he was a foreign, foreign guy. And, uh, we had a, I had a long drive, you know, long ride. So we got into a very good conversation and, you know, I just straight up asked him, you know, he's been here for almost 20 years. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, what is, um, what is it said about, what is the United States? What, what's the main talk about, you know, in other countries? And he said, you know, this is promised to you as like, you know, every street has gold in it type thing. Like you're going to, you're going to get rich in the United States, you know, from, and that's, that's what the, that's what the, the, the thought process is. So basically everything that we heard in American tale that, that Fievel's dad was telling Fievel. It's true. They, they, they believe that, that this place, like once you come to the United States, speaking of Russians, now, but, but here's the thing too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I love, I, man, I, I loved that, that cartoon as a, as a kid, like loved it, man. Um, that one, somewhere out there <laughs> if love can see us through <laughs> yeah. um, dude don bluth in those cartoons man i mean he did that he did um uh land before time yeah i was just gonna say yeah land before time i mean rock a doodle oh i didn't know he did that yeah that was pretty solid too i remember that yeah but, you know, so so talking talking to, uh, you know, someone who came here from another country and I, I talk to to foreigners all the time, you know, but but I really enjoyed his conversation. How many of them are actually targets? What? How many of them are actually targets? Targets of yeah. what? Of ice or, you know, just like, you know, hey, Jeremy, go check this guy out. <laughs> I had no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, what? Uh, undisclosed. But he, it is he threw a flag at me. So it, it is funny though because I've noticed uh, now that more people know what I what I'm doing and yeah because I kept a lot of what I've done. Yeah, pretty, and we'll pretty, get into that in a second. Yeah, but yeah. pretty secretive um, to where like a lot of even my best friends didn't know, a lot of family didn't know. I found um, out because of something else that you and I um, kind of unfortunately got ourselves in the middle of. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, you know, I mean, you know, I I don't want to say it's benefited me because you've you've come on the show a few times now. You know, I mean, you're my true crime expert, you know, and now you're my domestic terrorism expert and everything (laughs) like that. But I mean, it's like 
so that's kind of where my next question on this whole thing was was kind of going. I mean, so yeah, obviously, you know, there's there's a lot of countries out there that still say the streets are paved with gold. You can become a millionaire, a billionaire, blah blah blah. You know, and I think it's probably because of movies like an American tale or all these old, even Godfather or movies like that, where they're just like all the money's in America. You have to go take, take the family business to America. And essentially that is true in a a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but what more, it speaks more on how involved we are with the whole world yeah, and and how we are empirical in the way that we literally have our hands in every single pot on the planet. And that's, that's and they maybe they don't see the deficit side of of the money that we're spending, but I mean here that President Biden's spending spending trillions of dollars, yeah. they must think that we just have money flowing out of our apples. Well, and they do, and and it was funny because um so so one of the conversations that that we got to because I I did ask him you know like well what's the reality of of the U.S. for you, and he said I've never met harder working people than Americans, and I was like. I used to get that all the yeah. time when I was working in a call center. We were, we were, we were world business that I'll leave it as that. I mean, I had to work Christmas. I had to work Thanksgiving. Yeah. I had to work new year's. I, I got off in enough time to actually spend some time with my family. But I mean, we, we had customers in Russia. We had customers in the Ukraine. We had customers all over the world. And for them, Christmas is not a, obviously as big a deal as it is here. Right. You know, and we even had some countries that don't even celebrate Christmas and all that, you know, so they would they would call and obviously they because I want to say Christmas is a global day. Like it's December 25th in almost every country. I, you know, I I really don't know. I'm not sure. I want to I want to say this true because it's a Catholic holiday. It's not necessarily a a government holiday and Catholicism is all over the world. But, you know, they would they would call in. And obviously they're not getting, you know, um, Vladimir in Moscow. They're getting lean motherfucking money in Cleveland. And 160 countries worldwide. Mm -hmm. And the celebration varies by country. Some countries celebrate on Christmas Day or December 25th, Mm -hmm. while others celebrate the day before and the day after. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I get these guys calling in and they're just like, wow. Americans work on Christmas yeah, or even like on the weekends, like they would have us on on the weekends and obviously it would just be pretty our clients and Canadian clients that would call in on, on, on weekends. But some of these countries that, you know, Sunday starts earlier than it does for us or, or Monday starts earlier than it does for us. You know, they'd call in and be like, Oh, isn't it still Sunday there? Why are you working? The weekend is for rest. Yeah. <clears throat> Not here it ain't buddy. No, and it's really it's really not and and that's what he said he, he he's like, you know, uh, he, and and I off the top of my head I don't he said it he does something else. I don't remember yeah. what that is, but but he ended up uh he Ubers a lot, you know, because it's good like, money. He's like, yeah, it's it's like literally if everybody's out there working and traveling and moving and and it never stops, then why would I go home and just sit there He's like, I can spend time with my family, but his his son is 15 years old now. He's doing his own He's shit. doing his own thing for the most part. Right. Um, you know, we, and and so we were talking about, you know, uh the the Russian Ukrainian war and you know, basically he was he said straight up, he says I I do kind of expect the United States 
do get involved to kind of step in and take care of it because you know from the outside it seems just like you know the united states is just everything goes good for them it's luck blah 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 he said but now that he's lived here for for close to 20 years he has seen that the united states is the reason that we have done what we do is that we never stop is that we constantly are moving we're constantly going and the economy is very fluid you know it has to keep going and and he brought up a pretty good point because i think that a lot of americans there's not really a whole like in the middle as far as getting involved they're either like yeah let's go bomb the fuck out of these guys or let's completely stay out of it you know there's not a whole yeah. lot of in between but when we talk about that's kind of where i'm at you know where it's like you know it I'm trying to word this carefully because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sound like I don't care. I get you. But not necessarily that it is a civil war, but like you said, th- this is a personal vendetta of Vladimir Putin. I-, I mean, the dude's last name has Poot. Like, can you really take the guy seriously? But <laughs> Pooter. Uh the other part of that is we've seen this before in the seventies when America got involved in the Vietnam crisis where we had no business being there. And and I would hope, and I've been here long enough to realize that I'm, I'm talking out my ass here, but I would hope we were in Vietnam in the sixties. And the 70s. Yeah, but. Uh, well, all right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I would hope that, you know, since that time, we've kind of learned, like, hey, that's not our fight. Like, you know, if they decide to bring it our way, yeah, we'll do something. But until they off the coast of Florida or they off the coast of New York or off the coast of. of By then it's too late, though. True. I, you know, so. Uh, it's tough, man. It's really hard. Like, so, so the best way that I can describe the United States, because I don't ever actually see where we just say, fuck it. Everything's off the table. We're coming right, in. Right. I, I don't ever see that. While most people will believe that I don't see it, but I usually see is the United States saying, Hey, look, I mean, I'm just glad that we were able to, to stay out of world war II. Until Japan bought the fight to our doorstep, literally. Well, and, and in all reality, there are a lot of historians who say that things could have been a lot different if the United States would have been a little more aggressive. You yeah. know, um, but 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 that's I'm, I'm actually glad that you brought that up because that's still what we how we handled the entrance into World War II is really the principle that we have stood by since the founding fathers. And I know it doesn't seem like it, but it is. We traded with everybody mm-hmm. until they gave us a reason not to. And, and you know, and uh, honestly, we could have enter, entered World War II a lot earlier exactly. than we did. Exactly. Because uh, Germany violated weapons treaties. Absolutely. We, so, so here's the thing. Um, the United States stayed to their principles. They did. And it was... We've got a badass military and we can go to war with you. We can fight you. But instead... 
we're going to put sanctions on you or we're going to block trade routes to not allow you to get what you want until you come to your senses. And Japan's answer to that was to bomb Pearl Harbor. And that forced our hand saying, okay, yep. you want to see what we got? Here we come. Yeah. Now, granted, we didn't drop 100 bomb. Whew. We didn't drop 1,000 bomb. We dropped two bomb. <laughs> and Japan shit their pants. Well, and it's so fucked up. Did you see that TikTok? And I don't have TikTok. I just got a buddy that sends me TikTok. So do I, yeah. Um, it was, oh, this is so fucking terrible, but it's hilarious. It shows um, average temperature in Japan by year. And it shows like 1942, like 20 degrees Celsius, 1943, 20 degrees Celsius, 1944, 19 degrees Celsius, 1945, a million degrees. And it's all on fire. 1946, 20 degrees Celsius. And it's like, oh my God, you motherfuckers. But, um, but you know, so, so really what I'm, what I'm getting at is that, you know, the United States is doing exactly the same thing now. But, so like, you're saying we need to be more aggressive. Um, so that's the tough part is for me to, to, to get on side, you know, on board on, on either side. What I'm, what I'm getting at is that we stick to our principles, which is, you know, we're going to sanction the fuck out of them. We're going to make it so difficult for them to continue this war that they're going to want peace or we will give them what they want, Yeah, which is, you know, and, and I, it's, I, I stand true to, you know, it's better to have it and not need it. Right. Than to need it and not have it. Right. Which in this case, you know, like you, you look at Ukrainians, they're now being um, uh, they're giving their 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 government is giving them guns now. If you can walk and you can fight, we can we're supplying you with guns in Richard Childress. Uh, the owner of Richard Childress Racing in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. He's sending all the ammo he can afford to the citizens of the Ukraine to help them fight. Well, and, and that's, that's a lot of, a lot of people are doing that because um, one of the very first, and, and this is why social media is really cool because a lot of Ukrainians were able to get the message out on TikTok and messenger and all yeah. that. Like in the, in the beginning hours of the invasion, sending back messages to us here in the U S saying, send guns, send ammo, please. And um, the reason I know that is because one of my best friends, his girlfriend is, uh, from the Ukraine. She lives here now, but her whole family is in the Ukraine. So we were getting these messages like in real time of what was yeah. happening. And she was able to put together some pretty cool things to to get some supplies over there. It's so scary, dude. I mean, because like, I mean, we can only talk about the way things were taught when we were in school. We don't know how things are done. Today. We've been out of school almost 20 years. Yeah. You know, Shit, next year is 20 years for me. Yeah. Other. I know. Fuck it, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, man, that means Megan's been out of school 20 years this year. Yeah. She's old. Yeah. Well, You're old, girl. <laughs> I know. That's, I was just thinking the other day. I was like, man, my 20 year reunion's in two years. Two years. Yeah. Mine's in. Oh, fuck my life. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so I mean, but, ba but I mean, back then, like, you know, when we were learning American and even world history, the worst thing that had ever happened to this country was the well, not just the country, but pretty much the world was World War Two. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, all the concentration camps that were going on in Germany and the, the eradication of an entire race of people and everything like that. And then 9-11 happened. And it's kind of just like, well. What do we do now? 
And, you know, it, I think it's kind of just been slowly getting worse since 9-11. Not just for, for America, obviously, but, I mean, for, for the entire world. Because now you don't know who the enemy is and who your friends are. Right. Well, I think the scariest part, um, and this is why conspiracy theories are going through the roofs now. Um, a lot of a lot more people are identifying as conspiracy theorists or truth finders and shit like that. Um, because Fuck you, Q. <laughs> I know. Well, and the truth is, and I don't mean Q from Star Trek: The Next Generation. I mean Q and on. Um, you know the 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 one thing that I will tell people is that the truth is a whole lot scarier than these conspiracies. Oh yeah. And the truth is, you ready for it? Nobody has control of shit. Not a damn person. Not a damn group. Nobody. And the, the, so you're, you're kind of right where you feel like things are just starting to get worse slowly but surely. And that's because through time, the beginning of time, governments started off as, um, you know, it's a chiefdom where, where one ruler, everybody does exactly what they say. You stay in line or you're killed or whatever the case may be. So for a lot of uh, our species uh evolution in government it's always been you listen to that person and that person you know whatever um you'll go to war for that person you do this you do that you whatever yeah and and we're now at a point in time where there are so many people so many different people so many different empires and countries and all kinds of different shit that there are a lot of different ways of living different ways of life um and and nobody can control that anymore right so the truth is is that when and now granted are there still are some of these conspiracies true yeah absolutely some of them are coming from a place of truth mm. um a lot of them are not they're just they're, to me a way for people to latch on to a um well everything will be fine if we just keep fighting towards this one thing because they control it all well, what if they didn't control it all and all the shit that goes down is just by accident and it just fucking sucks? That's even that's a little scarier if you think about it, because yeah. like when when there's the idea that there's a conspiracy that someone's out to get you, like these elites are doing this and this and this, there's that idea that they're controlling it. And that's what everybody wants is a sense of control, because that's kind of how we evolved through government was that that the controlled our taxes controlled what kind of food we could eat control everything you know and that's what the sense i mean that's basically what this country was founded on yeah. initially was you know there were a bunch of people that wanted to to have the the power to choose whatever religion they wanted right instead of the queen's or king at right. the times religion um the taxes like you mentioned right. um you know the boston tea party was all about denouncing the the the, the english tax on tea and all of that, you know, so, I mean, our, our country has had miraculous moments where we've overcome, you know, tyranny and, and things of that nature. And I'm not just trying to quote Independence Day when I say that, but um, because we're not being invaded by aliens, um, at least not those Someday. kind of aliens. Someday. Yeah. You know, but I mean, like you said, the truth is a lot scarier than any kind of fiction that anybody can ever come up with. And I think we've seen that time and time again. Where, you know, how many movies were edited after 9-11 that showed attacks on the World Trade Center 
because finally the World Trade Center had been attacked to the point to where it doesn't exist. Right. You know, and we still see it today. I mean, you know, Disney is editing movies to take take stuff out. Um, you know, it, it, it's just nuts to think that all these things are going on. And, you know, I mean, and of course you have the, 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 the conspiracy theorists and, and everything like that. You know, they're sitting there putting out fake news that Disney is removing Anastasia from Disney Plus and all this stuff. And, you know, I mean, my my least favorite thing about, you know, and I've even been called a conspiracy theorist through the years for some of the information that I've brought up. But to that defense, sir, because I've thought you you thought some pretty wacky shit myself. Oh, yeah. But it's mainly just because I didn't know what you did. You know, but then once you finally told me, like, I do this and this is why I do it, you know, I'm just like, oh. Starts to make sense, right? So you get the knowledge that ain't nobody else allowed to have. So you make everybody think you cray cray until the shit actually happens. And, and you know, and a lot too, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up too, because <laughs> a lot of it, like, I can't just straight up be like, hey, this is what's happening because this yeah. person told me and they're high ranking, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like you can't do I've that. I've got the highly edited email here, brother. <laughs> yeah, like you can't do it. But what you can do is be like, well, I think that this is happening because these motherfuckers is doing this. And when they're doing right. that, that's happening. And people are like, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, okie dokie. Sure. You'll see in about six months, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Because um, I do remember you saying something that like. And this had to be right around the time that this last thing that I want to talk to you about was starting to happen. You put it out there. Keep an eye on Russia because something's going to go down. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, look at Jeremy talking shit again. Russia ain't going to do nothing. They're just going to sit there, kill their bears and drink their vodka. Like, and then sure enough, this happens and you call me and you're like, I'm coming on your show because I got to tell you why I know that this is happening. Is it just me or is my eye all swollen? My left eye. Uh, it does look a little bit, yeah. What not ter- not terrible, but you can tell that there's a little puffiness on the outside. Yeah, like right here. Yeah. Huh. Eh, oh well. But you're yeah. supposed to wash your hands after your jacket. <sighs> now you tell me. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think I got a tooth that's killing me. Oh, so I, I think it might yeah, be. Yeah. That's not um, cool. But anyway, so how how do you think this is going to get resolved? Um, I'm hoping to God it's going to be bad no matter what. Well, I'm hoping to God that that's what I'm hoping for. I'm, I'm hoping that he is suicided. Mm. Um, but if not suicide by soldier. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's it's going to be we've going to we're going to have to defeat them in a war we're going to have to actually put boots on the ground and, and get involved so do you, all right you know and obviously the only reason i'm even bringing this question up is because of some of the things that we've seen after the second invasion of iraq and even you know the our involvement in afghanistan and things like that where we put people in power yeah and then they turned out to be the wrong people to put in power do you think that that could possibly happen in Russia if we do, if we're successful in taking out Putin? Um, no. 
Hey, is there somebody worse than Putin right now in Russia? Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Um my my thought is always that it could always be worse. Um I think that that's a lot of the reasons why we and and to and also when I say that I hope someone takes them out doesn't mean that we are so far advanced that we can just slide right in and be like and look how long out. it took us to find Saddam Hussein. Look how or long it took us to find bin Laden. Uh, yeah. bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so and to that effect, you know, finding Hussein and finding Gaddafi was all uh with help of the people. Yes. You know, so so really the- I mean, maybe the, okay. And and you say that and I, I not like a light bulb just went off in my head or anything, because obviously, you know, I you know, we know that it was citizens that helped us find bin laden and gaddafi and even saddam hussein for that matter you know but maybe that's what russia needs maybe they just need a stronger military than what russia has and russia's got a pretty damn good one yeah um i mean in far in terms of uh military power they are considered the second strongest military on the planet yeah which um and and this is you know again what I what I compare a lot on is, you know, you look at the the problems that they're having with the invasion yeah. in the Ukraine. Like um, initially, they came at it with a smaller force than needed, but they've started to ramp it up and they've started to really hit it real hard with artillery. And the Ukraine is still standing; they're still standing their ground. And I I do throw it in like terms of you know, do you remember? The invasion on Baghdad. Yes. Do you remember watching it? Um, I don't remember if I watched it live or not because obviously I was already out of school at that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so I was working and I was working pretty early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but I do remember that we had it on at work, and I'm sitting here, and I, I even remember the day that we caught Bin Laden because it was the middle of winter here, and I was outside of the Bob Evans on 130th and Brook Park shoveling the snow uh, outside. And as customers were walking up to the door, you know, they're like, oh, did you hear the news? Did you hear the news? And I'm like, yeah, we got the fucking ragheaded bastard. Like, you know, you know, but, you know, that's how we all thought back then because we were led to believe. um, we were led to believe that he had something to do with something that he had nothing to do with, you know, but not to say that he wasn't, uh, you know, an evil human being that needed to be taken out because he was, you know, so you don't think bin Laden had anything to do with nine 11. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Saddam. Oh, 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 Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, here's, here's the way I, and you know, and I'm not, uh, I'm not someone who makes excuses like, uh, I don't think that the United States were perfect. Timbuktu, where the fuck you been, man? I've been on the air for an hour and 15 minutes or 45 minutes. You just now turning the show on? I'm messing with you, buddy. You know I love you. Uh, you how, know, we, how were we even supposed to get this show done without Tim? I thought he was, you know. He's the executive producer. God damn. Man. Dropping the ball, man. We were supposed to. We had so much planned for Tim. We had pizza. He missed it. I know. We ate it all. Yeah. All gone. Um, You know, so my thought is like. Uh, you got your donut, though, right? I did, yeah. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so I mean obviously I it didn't show up for some reason. Yeah, uh, my my uh wife was saying the same thing that there was an issue with it on Facebook or on YouTube. I'm wondering if maybe 
our content is uh, getting it blocked for some reason. I was oh. at the pizza place. Oh, oh so so you had you had pizza. All right. Oh, well. you didn't bring us any. No, we had to go buy ours. God, this guy, you know, you know dropping the ball, man. <sighs> I thought we were boys. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I you know, I I don't think that the US is perfect, but like Absolutely I, like, not. I, like I tell a lot of people like you know, would you especially that if you live in the United States or you have business dealings with the United States, would you rather, you know, would you rather things back? I hear by... France is nice as kind of timing. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to live in France either, though. Like, you know, I, I really do. I pay attention to a lot of these governments. At least they were my balls. The fuck you talking about, Tim? What did he, what did he say? He said, at least they were my balls. Hey man, I, I, you know, whatever, whatever you get down with on a Friday night, you know, that's, I, I gotta, that's between, that's between you and Tim. I don't know. I, I gotta throw a flag on that, man. I, I don't, I, I don't know, but, um, you know, yeah, we're, we're not as innocent as, as yeah, we're not, but, but at the same time, like I, I tell people like, you know, what would, what would you rather have? Would you, would you rather have a Russian backed world, a China backed world? Would you rather have an Iraqi backed world? You know, like not a fucking chance. And and I think that you said way. I dropped the ball. At least they were my balls. <laughs> okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Wait, you say we grab. Never mind. That, that, that's a topic for, for another show. Um, yeah, one that I'm not going to be here. Exactly. Exactly. Because I, I ain't grabbing nobody's balls <laughs> except my own. But which, uh, by the way, <laughs> real quick, funny story. Um, so I did have to go to the hospital a couple weeks ago and, uh, you know, I had to stay the night. And, uh, so I have like kidney issues, you know, and sometimes yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah. They're not fun. No, man. I, I, so that's, that's been a lot of, uh, my health issues is, uh, you know, renal failure. And, um, so sometimes not all the time, but sometimes it'll get so bad that like, I can't do anything. Like yep. I, I literally, you know, in there. And, and a couple weeks ago, yes, it sucks, man. Um, I had a kidney infection with a few stones. One was, was stuck in my kidney and the other was going through the uterer. And um, hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's if for anybody who doesn't know, it is the equivalent of giving birth uh, for a male. So out of a much smaller fucking hole. Yeah. And uh, not. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to relive it, but um. <laughs> I was in the hospital and yeah. the pain started radiating from uh, like, like right here. Yeah. From my flank down. through. Yes. Yes. And then I can only press it once. <laughs> and then uh, it started to I started to feel pressure and some pain in my testicles. Yes. And it, it, no, it's no, it's not a good thing. <laughs> I, I, it's not a good thing, but I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And, and so um so i i was miserable for a week oh yeah well i i won't even fuck with that anymore like the minute i drink some fucking water see but that's i i you know what i'm gonna keep it real like i hate when people say those things like two things that everybody oh just drink more water or eat better i'm like listen motherfucker i i've been doing you got a bottle of aquafina right there on the table i and this is like i'm dying of thirst right now and like I cannot wait to after the store I'm gonna go buy no no See, I don't even drink I don't even drink pop because that yeah. dehydrates you, 
Um, I, I shouldn't be drinking it either. I've had quite a few doctors tell me to cut it out, but this will probably be the only pop I have for the day. Yeah. You know, you do you, man. Like I'm not. Yeah. That's how bad, you know, hereditarily wise. Like my my kidneys are just in bad shape. So anyway, what I'm getting at, it's a funny fucking story. Um, I my my testicles start to hurt, and yeah. um, so they shoot me up with Dilaudid whenever. Oh. oh yeah, bro. Like it's straight up like heroin. Yeah, and that's, I, um, let let's just say uh, somebody we both know pretty well was in the hospital for something uh, and was on Dilaudid. And I'm up there. We weren't even together at this point. Like, there was not even a thought in our head of being together at this point. I walk in the room with another girl. She starts taking her clothes off. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Like, you know, I, I, the feeling that I have when I'm on that stuff, it's like, yeah, kidney what? I'm going to yeah. take a nap. You, you look like the, uh, the, 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 the cover of, uh, of meth heads monthly next month. Uh, you know, not, not that bad, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, uh, -huh. so, so anyway, long story short, um, the nurse comes in and you know, she's pretty cute. Are you taking your clothes off for the nurse? I was naked. Like I, I had the gown. Wow. on. I did have the gown on, but you know, I I'm underneath the gown naked and, uh, she's like, She's like, how's your pain? And I said, you know, everything's okay. Like my no, no pain in the flank. I said, but for yeah. whatever reason, I have a really annoying pressure and a little bit of pain in my testicles. Uh, and she's like, oh, um, okay. Give me like two seconds. So she gets on the phone to call because I know she didn't want to check. So she uh, calls the urologist and they're like on the phone. I hear them go, okay, well, can you let us know what they look like? And she's like, comes over and she's a young nurse and she's like, is it okay if like I check, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> you're just like, I, yeah, I just, I, I just was like, you know, no big deal. Because like, to me, you know, that's not, a, I'm not going to just whip it out for anybody. Right. But right. If, but if someone wants to say, I'm like, yeah, no problem. So like I pull them out and she's like, okay. And she's like, she's like, I'm so sorry. My hands are cold, you know, and this and that. And she keeps apologizing to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, after she got off, got off the phone, I could tell she was kind of like embarrassed. And she like looked at me again and she's, cause she goes, she goes, are they always, you know, like, cause she was like, they're not swollen. I'm like, nope. And she's like, they're always that size. And I'm like, yep. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Call me. Well, well I, went, I went, I went, she goes, she goes, I'm so sorry. My hands were cold. And I was like, no big deal. It felt great. And she gave me a little smile. And I said, so we're basically dating now. Right. And she was just like, <laughs> she, you know, and she had that look like, um, you know, and, and I did, I did give her my number, but it was, did you ever hear from her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually nice. talked for a little bit, but you know, nothing like nothing. Crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just yeah. kind of like you know, small talk or whatever. But it was just the funniest. I was like, so we're basically dating now, right? <laughs> All right, so we're nearing nearing the end of the party here, and it's always a party when you're here, man. Amen. And you know, and and it. thank you for bringing this information because sure, it, it, it definitely makes a lot more sense now as to what's what's going on, yeah. you know, and so. You know, Tim, I know you missed the beginning of the show. Once it once it drops, go listen to the beginning of this because this dude's got knowledge that I don't think anybody understands as to what could possibly be going on in the mind of Vladimir Putin and why he 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 wants to uh to take out the Ukraine. So this is another current event that you and I inadvertently ended up in the middle of. 
because I want to say it was 2019. We had gotten word that somebody that we used to consider a friend had disappeared. Oh yeah. All right. I know where you're going. Yeah. Um, and this was somebody who had never shown any, I think, I mean, I think we could talk about this now. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's been, yeah, he's pled guilty and everything. So, but, um, you know, we went to high school with a kid named uh, Desmond Beasley. His name has been in the news quite a bit recently. Uh, A couple of years ago, we had heard that he went missing. Uh, He was supposed to be doing a photography event for the LeBron James school. Um, You had kind of gotten involved in trying to help find him. Not because we thought that there was anything bad going on, but because he was a friend and you had the tools and you had the, the, the resources to kind of help lend a hand for another friend who was the one they put the call to justice out to try to help us find him. Right. While you're doing that, you get information that he might be running for a different reason. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, at the time it was just rumors. You know, yeah. It was nothing. And you didn't believe it. No, not really. Yeah. Neither did I. I mean, yeah. I mean, we that news started circulating around that same time because all of a sudden, you know, the news is just like, oh, this missing Garfield Heights man, you know, he might be involved in something more sinister, and that's why he ran. And why run to Pittsburgh? I mean, obviously, I would run to Pittsburgh because that's where my football team's from. But why run to Pittsburgh? I mean, like that made no sense to me. And then, you know, um, he comes back home, and that's when the first of many victims started coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. And that's when you uh, were just like, okay, there was smoke. There's some, yeah, there's something here. There's something here. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then at that point you found out that he ran again. Yeah. And you were supposed to make an appearance on my show around the time that he ran. And you're like, nope, fuck that. I got to go find him. Yeah. Um, so was that an official case for you or was it kind of just like, um, no, it wasn't really actually official. Um, you know, obviously, you know, when you have the tools to, to be able to lend a hand, right. Um, you're invited in to, to help as much as possible. Yeah. But, but, you know, one thing I will say, like in the beginning, I wasn't so sure. Um, I think I told you before that. I had uh, given some information to a to a department and they yeah. pretty much just blew it off like whatever. Um, so in the beginning, I was a little perturbed by that. Like, hey, man, you know, maybe maybe you don't need me or want me or, or whatever the case may be. But but as time went on and uh, they started to get more more of a grip on what was going down. I will never mention vict- victims names on the show because I don't feel that it that it's a it's professional to do so. But I mean, when you and I started seeing some of the things that these victims were posting. Yeah. I mean, even people that we know that were friends with him back then as well, were just like, you know what? Some of the things that he used to do in high school are now starting to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. And, and um, so, and that was, that was something too, is that like, uh, it wasn't just a few people that were like, Oh, it was literally everybody came forward and were like, you know, this one time. And, and that's what, um, leads me to believe that we can find and figure out who are predators. We can figure those things out because, you know, I think that a lot of flags are seen and and not necessarily ignored, but maybe, you know, for instance, like say you and I meet somebody 
and they say something, something might go off in your head and something might go off in my head. Yeah. We won't know that we both had the same feeling until right. we talk to each other about exactly. it. Exactly. So let's kind of just break this case down quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, we went to high school with him. We were in Music Express with him, and he was also in band, I believe, too. Oh, I, I don't know about that. Um, sure. And, uh, you know, so it says a former, uh, former Parma Dance Academy instructor pled guilty Monday to raping two students desmond beasley 36 pleaded guilty to two counts each of rape sexual battery and gross sexual imposition he also plead, uh, pleaded guilty to one count of attempted rape and multiple child pornography charges yeah the charges took place over several years and involved five girls and young women ages 13 to 18 now what boggles me about this is that if you scroll a little bit further down into this um i'm hoping that there aren't any, aren't any names here it doesn't look like there are but they dropped six counts of rape and dozens of additional charges in in, in exchange for the plea uh, well i think a lot of that too was that most of those victims uh what was it the the limit the statutory you know the statute statute of limitations yeah you know you know and that's what pisses me off is that the statute of limitations on rape is absolutely i know you know and, and we got to be careful with the words that we say here because you know like i said i you know i i haven't even mentioned this yet and we're all, we're going to go a little bit over but i received a 33 page email from facebook telling me every violation that i've ever caused while being on their network and or last week on just last week on my show, I supposedly did all this crap, but I believe it. I believe it, man. You're always, Oh, I mean, I was, I was every five minutes I'm sitting there and I'm like, Hey, Facebook, here's a little Marilyn Manson, you know, (laughs) kick me off the air, (laughs) you know, but you know, so as my friends from Facebook say, dude, that that crazy Lee money, man, he's, he's an <laughs> asshole. Um, so, OK, so I, I understand that maybe those charges were a little weak or maybe, you know, the the statute of limitations have, had passed on them and everything like that. But. The child pornography was the one that kind of got me. Was it just because of and obviously, you know, you can go back and read the story that that the one victim gave to m- multiple news outlets. Um, but. Do you think that maybe some of that kind of has something to do with like other information that was kind of coming out about some shady dealings that were going on at the photography company that he was working at? And I'm not trying to implicate anybody because that person is a friend of mine. But like like we've been talking about here when it when it comes to him, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, I mean, do you think that there could be anything more to that that maybe there that because I'll tell you that business got out of the Desmond Beasley business Very almost true. immediately. Yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, and I'm not going to touch too much on that because, you know, that is a friend of mine as well that, mm-hmm. that owns that. Um, what I think. And if he's watching, I'm sorry, we're not implicating you on anything. It's just, we're, we're raising a question as to where some of these charges came from. Yeah. So for me, um, and a lot of people aren't going to like to hear what I'm about to say. Um, I have learned the hard way and the bad way that not everybody is exactly trustworthy 
Yeah. Um, you know, so for instance, like, and this isn't, I've learned my lesson. So like, like if something were to be said about you, for instance, right. I wouldn't immediately believe it. And I wouldn't immediately not believe it. I would say, well, you know, Lee has been good to me. Um, I've never seen this kind of behavior from him, but now I will watch a little closely and I will closer and I will listen a little more to what's going on. So, so that being said with that situation, what I believe happened is it um, just text messages between him and the girls where he was trying to get them to send him pictures or, well, I think that that studio was used unbeknownst to the the other people. Okay. And that was kind of my, my second guess on that was that, was that because Desmond was doing these things and he pled guilty. Yeah. So there's no denying that yeah. he did exactly he did. what he was accused of yes. doing and fuck him for doing it and yeah. damn him yeah. for doing it. Because my sister was molested by somebody that I considered a friend. Yeah. So yeah, remember we talked about that. Yeah. You know? So this hits way too damn close to home for me. And when, when those girls started coming out and accusing him of these things, yeah. I got pissed. I don't even think I told you. I'm like, the next time you go looking for Desmond, take me with you because I got a few bits for this motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know, and, and as far as I'm concerned with him, like, um, you know, I was angry, obviously. Yeah. I was angry right from yeah. right. But, uh, you know, justice is being served. And I know we had originally said that we wanted the book thrown at him. And I think that they're going to throw as much of the book at him as they can, especially since six charges of rape got dropped. Yeah, I, and and honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what how they're going to handle it. Um, I don't think that his sentence will be light as as, as bad as as we thought. Um, but I think obviously, you know, justice will be served there. But but my, now, does he? Um, I, I, this looks like it's just for Parma. This looks like it's just for Dance, Dance, Dance. Does he still face charges in Garfield Heights and, and a couple other cities as well? I mean, Garfield Heights would be fleeing, would it not? Uh, you know, th- I don't know. Um, I, I'm not. A, I haven't really stayed too up to date on this case. Um, I would assume that yes, that maybe the reason some of those charges were dropped because they weren't pertaining to that specific city. City. Um, so you know, he could be charged, but Further. I don't. But I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't read too too much. It, it, did it say just Parma or was it the state? Well, I mean, it said um, Parma dance teacher. So okay. I'm thinking it's just for the incidents that happened at Dance, Dance, Dance. Um, no, that doesn't specifically mean that. I, I think that that's just uh, Dance, Dance, Dance was the most prominent school yeah, he worked in. Yeah, yeah, that was where he was kind of known. And I think that that's also where the photography studio is, is it not? That I'm not 100% sure. I don't think so. I, I want to say yes, because I know it was one of the ones that we were looking into for our wedding because. Oh, really? Well, you know, because he's a friend of ours, yeah. not Desmond, but the other person that owns it. Um, and he was also working with another friend of mine that was getting married the day before I was. So, okay. you know, that that's the only reason why part of the reason why we couldn't go with him. Jeremy, can you find my dad? He said he was going to get milk. Tim Buck two asks. Um. But I mean, what? So, what is your final take on this? Because I know that you know you and I have been obviously been talking about this since he disappeared, and once all these girls started coming forward, and you know that one girl, and like I said, I will never name a victim on this show. I, I don't feel it's right. 
Um, so eat that Facebook saying that I named victims. Fuck you. Um, after hearing her story, and you know, I read her Facebook post that she posted because yeah. obviously it got shared yeah. by everybody who knew him in Garfield Heights, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, she was on the news and everything else recanting the story, not recanting, but re- retelling the story over and over. Um, I mean, I started having flashbacks to things that my sister was telling me, yeah. you know, and that's when I'm just like, you know what? This happened. This for sure happened. And it's sad. It's horrible. And, you know, I mean, I know I've pretty much forgotten him. And it's sad to say that about a human being. But when you're that low, I mean, can you can you really find any kind of redeeming quality in, in a person like that? None. None. No. And why? Because, I mean, you I put the picture of him up. I mean, he's not that bad of a I, I took it down already because I didn't want you to see it and start shooting my fucking monitor. Oh, no, I, <laughs> no he doesn't. So so I, you know, I'm over he, it. he could get I'm over it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I look at it this way. Like, I was a mad. I was I was a mad, uh, very mad. Um, I was mad. You hunted the motherfucker down. Yeah. So I mean, you were pissed. Yeah, I was mad. Um, but you know, like my my thought too was like, you know, it wasn't really uh, motivated by because of the fact I knew him. It was right. just motivated by the fact that he did wrong. That He's he, a criminal. That he did wrong, and and I was really trying to prove myself. You know, in, in your this, field, in this field, in this role. Um, and you know, a lot of it was. All I wanted to see was was him get brought to justice, and so I was very annoyed um, when he was on the run because it was about a year, you know, that he was on the run for. Um, and I, Damn, I was, it was. I know, and I was mostly annoyed because, like, I knew, you know, I knew where he was and 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 had an idea of where he was going, and I was treated like I was an idiot. You know, that's that was what. So you basically got the the, the standard pi reaction from police right. like, like hey we'll do our job okay. thanks buddy we'll check yeah. it out you know i almost wonder and and, and i'm not saying that i mean you're obviously a, a beefy dude you know i mean but we we both play football in high school so i mean did you ever thought about getting a bounty hunter's license because because I, I, I mean you might get taken a little bit more seriously if you roll up like dog the bounty hunter <laughs> <laughs> well you know i so um Freeze, brother. Deep, deep down, <laughs> you know, deep down, I've, I've always wanted to be like, you know, a special agent or, or something yeah. that, that worked. In, unfortunately, so why did I go to Quantico, bro? Well, unfortunately, my uh, criminal record does not allow uh, me to work yeah. for the federal government. So I have to make do other ways. Um, not that I've done any, like, I have no felonies, like, yeah. but you have to be pretty perfect to to get in yeah for quantico yeah for any you know really anything and um i mean i got into the postal service and i have a and i have a misdemeanor no i i get and and i could too i could get into i i could get almost any job but civil servant yeah i I would not be able to work for the fbi or the cia because of and that's where you would want to be if you're going to do something yeah exactly no i i get that dude and you know i mean obviously i we always have fun when you're here dude it's a blast you know i could sit here and just yap 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 all day hey i mean you you have an open invitation to coming on here, especially when we're talking true crime and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I love getting your your insight on that, and it does lend some credibility, you know, to having somebody who's actually fighting that fight 
every day. And that's why I wanted to bring up the Desmond case, not just because we knew him. Yeah. Um, I, and, and it, when you ask me, you know, like what I'm hoping for, um, Again, not mad, not angry, just happy that he's 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 there getting and we're getting justice for these girls, getting justice. But but he's never going to escape this. No, especially especially with if he ever his face was everywhere. And originally it was because of a good thing. People trying to find their friend. But because he did what he did and he disappeared the way he disappeared, he opened the floodgate for any wrongdoing that he did, even if it was something as stupid as I ran a red light. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, even when he's done, uh, you know, serving his sentence, I'm, I'm still always going to know where he's at. I'm still always going to know what he's doing, where he's working. You know, he is now, um, you know, in my lifetime database, he has to register. Well, yeah, yeah. He's got to register. Um, and he's always, like I said, he's just always going to be watched. I will now always have a place on my schedule to make sure that Desmond Beasley, just like Brock Turner, yeah. you know, just like a lot of these other uh, scumbags, I'm not going to watch them every day, but I am going to, I do watch them enough to know like if they move or, you know, if they got a new job or if they're doing anything out of the ordinary. Man, I wish you and I had known each other back when my sister got attacked, man, because I found out even though he was a registered sex offender for what he did. And my, um, damn, you got tracking like that. Yes. He's got tracking like that. And trust me. Oh yeah. I I've, I've, like I said, we were supposed to be talking about Stephen Avery and Brandon Dassey. He calls me two days before the show. Desmond got away. I got to go. I'll see you in a week. (laughs) And I'm just like, Hey, Psychor, what you doing? Like, (laughs) you know, so, but yeah, he, you know, but I mean, you have to, in in your line of work, you have to keep an eye on your previous cases because if they, if they end up repeating, at least then, at least then, you know, law enforcement is going to take you a little bit more seriously after that. Yeah. And and it's, and it's just so much easier. I mean, I'm sure like once I get to a point where I've worked on thousands of cases, it won't be quite, quite absolutely unless I'm extremely organized, but, but yeah, for right now, you know, it just makes it easier that if they are going to reoffend to, to basically say, Hey, this is exactly where he was. This is who he was hanging out with. These are the people that you need to reach out to, you know, whatever, you know, so obviously, you know, we have, Similar friends since we went to school around the same time and everything. Um, this guy that molested my sister ended up working with a very good friend of mine and did not disclose on his application that he'd been charged with molestation of a 10-year-old girl or that he was a registered sex offender. So... This friend, here's me and my mom and obviously my sister talking about this. And she's like, that sounds like this guy that works with me. So all of a sudden I'm, I'm, you know, giving her the physicals and everything. And she goes, yeah, that's him. Goes to work the next day, pulls out his application. because She was a manager. Sees that he did not disclose any of this information. Went online when she got home, pulled up the case, pulled up everything from the case. And then went to her boss and said, this guy's a registered sex offender. 
he's working three blocks away from an elementary school. You know, and that's the issue, too, with a lot of... Uh, Obviously, he was fired on the yeah, spot. Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's fine. That's the reaction that needs to happen. But he should have never even gotten employed there. Um, I don't want to say the name of the place, obviously. Well, and it's not just an individual but, place. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. So, you know, back then they didn't do background checks on anybody. Well, that's They do now. I know, and but, that's what I'm getting at is, like, a lot of these things could have been avoided if corporate America would have done its job as well. And, and, you know, everybody talks about like, well, it costs money. Yeah, of course it fucking costs money. No shit. But not only are you protecting your patrons, you're protecting your employees. Exactly. And you're, you're, you're not only protecting them, but you're protecting your image, your reputation, your brand, your, you know, cause God forbid. And I'm so glad that this person was a, is a, is still to this day, a very good friend of mine. And had she not come to me and my mom went there with my sister who had a restraining order against them, obviously. Right. Or, you know, he ended up having more victims after my sister. He ended up being arrested in a sting. Where they were going after three-year-olds. Unfucking real. Three-year-olds, dude. I can honestly tell you that because of somebody that I know that's in the prison system right now, he got a uh, pretty nice welcome. Oh, I'm sure. From the Aryan Brotherhood. I'm sure. But that's neither here nor there. But the fact, and like you said, if if even a stupid fucking fry flipping job would do due diligence franchised or not because obviously there's millions of franchises out there for these places i've worked for several of them if they would do what they do because when i was hired in as a manager at one of these places they did a background check on me and obviously my misdemeanor came up and they're like talk about this because there's some there's some scary shit in that case you know, not none of it involving me, but another person that was involved in it, which is the reason why I went to jail. And I have no problem talking about that. I've been talking about it. You know, it's 12 years old, more than that now, actually. You know, so, I mean, it doesn't bother me talking about it. But, um, you know, so, I mean, I have to explain myself. But if they would do that for just Joe Blow off the street that says, I want to make Big Macs, think, think of how many situations probably could have been avoided that have happened over the years. Absolutely. And, and also with um, the registering, you know, not only should they be registering what, where they live, but they have to register where they're working and what they're doing, you know? So there's all kinds of small little things that, and this was still back in the day when that business was still catering to children. Yeah. This was before they had started the whole new image that they're under now. You know, I mean, I think actually a weekend after he started there, their mascot was there for a children's birthday party. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It is. But anyway, dude, we are well over time, you know. Oh, yeah. um, and I know you got plans. I had plans, but 
Unfortunately, the bar that Bad Juju is playing at tonight is standing room only. So thank you, Redline Nation, for making nice. that concert sell out the way it did. Bad Juju is rocking the uh, Legends Bar and Grill in Parma here tonight. So if you guys don't mind standing all night, go check out Bad Juju at Legends. Uh, for Jeremy, for myself, this has been fun, dude. Thank Absolutely. you so much for wanting to come on here and give this information, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. You know you got a welcome invitation. I do want to do a sexual predator episode with you. Yeah, absolutely. I thought so you were, we were going to go somewhere else with that, but uh, I'm, uh, no. <laughs> I do want to do a sexy time with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I do want to do like a sexual predator, like watch out guide. Yeah. You know, you know, obviously a because of what happened with Desmond. But, you know, th obviously, this is a very still a very big problem in this country, in the world. Yeah. And if we can help educate some people, that's what I would want to do. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, that. and uh, speaking of educating people next Sunday, the Men's Health Summit returns uh, here on Redline Radio, hosted by your man, Lex Vegas. Stay tuned to the Redline Radio socials. Uh, Timbuktu says you demand. Oh, you the man, Tim. Thanks, brother. Um, uh, stay tuned to all of our socials for uh, more information on who is going to be involved in that and what time it is going to happen. Uh, we appreciate Lex for putting those on every couple of months. And then there is going to be another Women's Health Summit coming up here very soon, hosted by Lisa Summers, the uh, proprietor of this brand new studio here in Berea uh, uh, and the proprietor of Growing Wings Adult Services. Obviously, we thank Lisa for everything that she's done here for Redline Radio and for putting the Women's Health Summit out there uh, in conjunction with Lex as well. Uh, so uh, the show that originally followed the Dynamite Dave's show is no longer here at Redline. We do wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors. Um, but tomorrow, 2 to 4 p.m., 4th and 15 will be back, so stay tuned for that. Sunday, obviously, we got It's fun. It's Funny out there with Kevin Kwan. Uh, you know, so be sure to check all these great shows out. Monday night, the proprietor of the Twisted Tomato is going to be joining Sean Boyd on Just Therapy. So don't miss that. I might have to take my fat ass over there and get me some of that twisted tomato pizza. So Timbuktu, you save me some of that damn pizza, brother. But for Jeremy, for everybody here at Redline Radio, we will see you next week where I will go through, get over here, the details of this 33-page uh, letter that I got sent by Facebook and tell you what rules they say I violated with that in mind. We will see you next week. Thank you, everybody, for checking out Money's Crazy Mind. You ain't not eating it all, Tim. But have a week, everybody. We will see ya. I'm sick of it. Doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke.